Hi, I'm Yolanda and this is Speak On. There have been lots of lockdown weddings and babies, which has been lovely, but the pandemic has been less than ideal for dating and relationships. Whether it's leaving some couples locked down with each other for far too long, others reconsidering things or people rushing into things because they didn't want to be alone, it has truly been a relationship test. But finding love mid-pandemic wasn't easy either. And if you were able to get out and about, it meant promenading like a character from Bridgerton, doing several laps of the local park, socially distanced, but without chaperones, unless you count the police. There were no public toilets open and you might get rained on while you're holding onto a coffee, trying to remember how to interact and flirt. But what happens next? Are we going to see dating apps melt with the sheer number of people ready to date, find love, or just have a shit ton of sex? Was it love or was it lockdown? Has the pandemic rewritten the rules of dating? Will there be a boom of marriages, STIs? What will dates even look like? As we prepare to re-enter the world, people are getting excited about lots of things. Restaurants, bars, the gym, seeing more than six people at a time and dating. We're about to find out what the hell that's gonna look like. But to help me speculate further, I'm joined by Gillian Myhill, sex writer, sex and dating expert, and founder of the brand new dating app, Bear. Welcome Jill, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Lovely to be on your show today. Thank you so much for joining me. Like, how has lockdown been for you? Lockdown one was quite intense, I think, for, for most people. None of us had been through lockdown. So I think there was quite a lot of anxieties and fears that all of us had. But then and also sort of a little bit of an excitement. You know, we never really sort of knew what any of these were. So I, I actually locked down with my boyfriend um, at the time. Yeah, it was quite intense. We, it's funny, I sort of look back on it now. We, we since broke up. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I say, you know, maybe I'm the classic lockdown, like love and the breakup story. Uh, we were together for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if lockdown was a consequence of well, the breakup was linked to the um, pandemic. Perhaps it was, perhaps it wasn't. I think with a lot of relationships, what you saw was, were, you know, cracks that were initially there in a relationship then became crevices then became canyons mm-hmm. the intensity of life has been pushed up over the last year you know stress on you know on self on relationships on on health on emotions everyone's emotions have been on a knife's edge basically mm-hmm. for the last year also you know starting a um starting a company <laughs> <laughs> quite stressful at the best of times let alone in lockdown although thankfully I you know my my co-founders and I decided that would go into online dating and not not hospitality so I guess there is that <laughs> we've been quite lucky we've seen you know obviously online dating has been quite popular we've seen a surge of sign-ups over the last over the last periods well, I mean, I suppose that the whole the relationship thing is kind of demonstrating what I was talking about in the intro. And like you were saying, it can shine a spotlight on particular things. Yeah. And this year has been like so, so stressful. Yeah. For everyone. I think even when people think they're not stressed, they are. We all have this kind of low key anxiety and stress that we're just like learning to live yeah. with. I think, you know, you also absorb social stress. So mm. there's an accumulated social stress around at the moment mm. without that, um, without being able to decompress as we typically would in social, either social situations, in gym, going out, going to music, going to mm-hmm. gallery, like all of the standard normal life things that we would do to decompress without those scapes to be able to sort of go into. It's just highlighted so many more things. 
it really has mm -hmm. so let's talk about bear then what makes bear different from other dating apps so i was checking it out but i want to hear about it from your side <laughs> great i mean i'd love to hear your thoughts so go ahead it's been such a journey um my two co-founders are now when we sort of sat down to to draft out what we saw as our initial vision to now what the final product is has become has been quite a journey we were looking to create a platform which was completely different to anything on the market in envisioning and trying to sort of solve a bunch of different issues firstly nudity and let's address that straight away because yes you are able to be naked on bear I must say though it can't be your your avatar your 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 profile <laughs> so let's make that clear but you know people people do show themselves naked people people are were sending naked pictures and we thought well look let's create a space where you can do this safely but not also not so overtly I think you know I don't know if you've seen but our latest tech update means that a man can send a naked picture and a woman it won't it won't show as a clear so you'll basically received a receive a out of focus picture and a woman can scroll up and down and clarify the areas that she wants to see what we really wanted to do with that is put control into the hands of women unsolicited dick pics have been an issue for many years Although, okay, that does go both ways. A lot of women send naked pictures too. Mm -hmm. I think it's just that men have a very different relationship to being sent rather than women being sent naked pictures. Yeah. Um, women tend to not like to receive these. Um, so that was sort of one of the issues that we were trying to do. And also sort of create, create a higher safety level. Um, we partnered with a really great AI company called Yoti. So we do face verifications also for age, uh, which is sort of paramount. But you, you, know, you have to be who you say you are. I think one of the things that comes up a lot is people getting really frustrated with fake profiles. Mm -hmm. people catfishing people kitten fishing which i found out is a thing recently what kitten, sorry kitten fishing kitten fishing Kit, kitten fishing is when you have a picture that is like 10 years old, old. oh i have never heard of this before okay yeah, yeah. I, I was it made me laugh i was like that's brilliant it's it's because it's effectively what you're trying to do you're trying to sell yourself as a kitten when you're a cat yeah so um <laughs> i think you know one of the things I loved about or I love about our platform is that you're able to to sort of gently dip your toe in or expose as much as you want like so you know your profile picture can just be showing your lips or your eyes or a part of your body that you actually are really comfortable with mm -hmm. and the more you open up the more you're engaged with somebody the more you reveal I think there's been a lot of you know we're trying to sort of get away from that swiping culture mm -hmm. so you know, and there's something very alluring about not being shown everything all at yeah. once. You know, slowly open up, slowly flirt, slowly get to know somebody, you know, show a little bit of leg, show a little bit of knees, show a little bit of inner thigh, rather than just sort of, although, you know, if you do want to show everything, why not? <laughs> so with how does that bit work exactly? So it's like, as people are talking there, so they can start talking, they can match, Yep. based on that a, a little bit like it could be an eye <laughs> and then over time they can just choose to send pictures and reveal themselves you, or they could yeah. it works like a um, sort of basic sort of when you go into so I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening has cropped a photo before mm -hmm. so you get your parameters of cropping and the, the section that you crop will be the section that is unblurred 
mm-hmm. or unpleasantly. Uh, and then you slowly move those parameters up or down. Mm-hmm. And then you, as a, as like, I suppose you as the, you can decide as you're speaking to someone, essentially how they, how much they see. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. That's really cool. That's exactly. really cool. And yeah. how, like, have people found it? What is, how people found it? What's the feedback been like? It's been brilliant, actually. It's so funny. I remember first sort of seeing, you know, one of my friends using the app and um, interacting to a girl who was, you know, not showing her face, but then showed her boobs. And I, I thought, this is fucking, this is, sorry, this is brilliant. Yeah, you can swear, it's fine. Okay, I thought, this yeah. is fucking brilliant. This is exactly what we designed the app for. It's like, if you want to flow, if you want to show your boobs, do it, but maybe be safe and don't show your face. <laughs> we might not want that out there yet. But um, yeah, so it's wonderful to see the app being used in the way that I want to and, and, and in a sort of nice, let's say flirty way. That's really cool. So what was there, was there an, a really specific point where you just thought, okay, I'm going to create a dating app um, what was that point and what inspired that moment? Um, it actually, I think I, I was the last to join the, co- the founders. So there was, I have two other co-founders, Alex Sargent and Phil Beasley. Both mm-hmm. of them come from dating backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So Phil has a dating company called Gutsy and Alex did run events. So they came from sort of, a, you know, event running. Me personally, I came from a very different area, but had used and have a lot of experience dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of the, the balance. And I think that their initial idea, <laughs> their initial idea was like, yes, we should absolutely have a naked dating sign. I was like, guys, okay, let's turn it back a bit. <laughs> Like, let's think about this um, and maybe you know let people show what they want yeah. so I think I was sort of more of a um, I softened the brand yeah. uh, from a female perspective I mean well done thanks, thanks. for that thanks yeah, for that yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I think most women in the world thank me for this one yeah <laughs> so then with um, that kind of I love that. So that's really made me laugh. That has that they wanted to start off as like, let's do an app where everyone is naked because they're <laughs> amazing shows like Dating Naked that was on in America, and then there's the yeah. one here where they slowly reveal, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, the feet upwards. Exactly. Um, so when people are being revealed slowly, do you think people are giving people more of a chance? Because obviously with swipe culture, it's mm-hmm. we have like we have choice fatigue, and it's just so easy to swipe off on someone. You could accidentally swipe on people. I've done that a lot, yeah. and that's upsetting. Um, but, but yeah, that um, phrase choice fatigue. <laughs> this is exactly this is one of the problems in dating culture now. I think it's one of the biggest problems is that you we have choice fatigue, and you do, and it's really interesting. Oh, you know, I was writing about how if you look at the sort of swiping culture and you compare how men swipe to how women swipe, men will literally kind of swipe yes to nine in 10 women without reading, without looking. And women mm-hmm. tend to, by nature, be more discerning, more selective. Mm-hmm. And I think in a part, we wanted to bring a woman's attitude to man swiping culture yeah. or habits. So with the slow reveal, it was, it was sort of forcing a, okay, yes, you need to engage yes, you really need to sort of listen to this woman or man or, you know, gender neutral. Uh, you need to listen to the person that you're speaking to rather than just, you know, bang, 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 swipe, swipe, swipe. And yeah, I'm really, I really hope that it's succeeding. 
I love that. That's, yeah, I think that's a really, it's a really interesting one to see something revealed over time. And also to think, what would you swipe on? Like if someone just posted an eye, would you swipe on it? You'd be like, okay, that's an eye. Or would it put you off? But then there's also, you know, there's so many, um, you know, on all of the dating sites, and I think most of us out there have been on every single dating site. <laughs> there are a lot of people that don't have profile pictures. And you can, I think you also need to, like from a privacy standpoint, so you think there's a lot of people that are front-facing professional people that don't want their face to be shown on dating sites. There are mm -hmm. people that, you know, for religious reasons, don't want to show certain aspects of their body. So I think there actually creates a sort of really interesting point in the marketplace where we can include all of those people without, you know, without that whole, oh, I've got to, I've got to actually have a, a whole picture of myself. Yeah. And that can be quite scary or intimidating for a lot of women or, and a lot of men. Yeah, like a modesty and privacy barrier, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So even though, yeah, you know, from the forward facing, yes, you know, there can be nudity, but actually if you rein it right back, you don't have to show anything at all. Mm. I think it's interesting as well, because I can imagine the kind of, we know that men and women's dating habits and online dating habits are so different. So mm. it must be quite interesting to think of the kind of man that would choose to go on an app where he is it kind of already sets the tone that someone is getting ready that wants to know someone and they're happy yeah. with a slow reveal as well which mm -hmm. kind of I suppose is a different type of person already yeah. on the app and maybe yeah. like more intentional yeah definitely definitely I hope so I, I just you know I think you know our, our tagline is sort of dating for the open-minded and that's really what we're trying to achieve you know be open-minded allow allow people freedoms allow people to sort of rebuild slowly but then also you know if people want to be all out there if people want to if they're seeking a third person to be there, a lover of a couple if they're seeking a man or a trans or a lesbian or, you know there's space for that there is space felt for everyone and we try to sort of encourage all people all genders all yeah. sexual integrations on the site um, what challenges have you faced creating this app? Like, what has been the biggest challenge? Uh, oh my God, where do I start? <laughs> I think, well, first of all, finances are always hard. Mm -hmm. When you when you sort of launch a company, you look for investment. We found investors, which is wonderful. Um, we're also about to uh, launch a Cedars campaign for mm -hmm. another round of investment. So we're now in a strong position to be able to do so. Um, so I'd say that's kind of one of one of the large hurdles, I'm not mm -hmm. gonna lie. Um, secondly, you kind of maintaining that vision, maintaining clarity. I, you know, often speak about how when you're starting a company or when you have a vision, keep integrity, maintain integrity of your initial vision. I think so, so along the way, you're going to try to get swayed from that particular vision. And to be able to maintain that clarity is really important um, and integrity of a product. And then, you know, well, all of your relationships are gonna get strained. Make sure that you've got good friends around you to, you know, to, to hold you up, to give you good advice, to be a shoulder to cry on, because <laughs> there will be tears. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard, but also incredibly rewarding. 
you know, incredibly rewarding to be able to see the platform being used, to be able to see the successes that were, they were having. And also it really does feel like we're sitting on a precipice at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but we've, you know, we, we always believed in, you know, how big Bear can be. And yeah, there are times where you, you know, this is ever, ever gonna work. Um, and it really does feel now that we, we will reach global status, mm -hmm. um, which is also scary. It's also really scary. Um, yeah but exciting really exciting definitely it sounds it what have you learned about people's dating habits along the way because obviously I can imagine there's a huge amount of research yep right through to launch and obviously even while it's currently used have there been any I don't know surprising like bits of information about the way people date oh that's a good one I think one most topical and that you brought up recently, this whole return to Victorian times of promenading <laughs> is just so strange. And well, over the last year has been so strange. I guess there is no dating, right? Mm. At the moment from a traditional sense. And I, it, it's, we've sort of, we're thrust into this world of, um, where it's sort of like this dystopian weird version of Footloose where, you know, you're not allowed to, you know, like, like kissing is illegal and, you know, touching is illegal. Uh, thankfully, we're still allowed to dance, but hey. Um, so I think that's sort of one thing that we've really noticed leading up to the development. There are definitely, I think it's such an individual thing, dating. Mm -hmm. I think what we do find in, and what I've noticed is people have very specific ideas. A lot of people will have different apps for different purposes. People find different types of people. So, you know, people will be on one app looking for a new partner, be on another app looking for someone to shag. Mm -hmm. But then also find on different circumstances. So it's really, it's really hard to create a platform with an intent of just being there to find a love partner or just or to find a marriage. I think that's going to come up to the individual. Mm -hmm. And and how people and how people bond or how people link is is such a unique thing. It, it really is. But yeah, dating habits over the last year have been bizarre. Just definitely. Bizarre. So like, how have people been using dating apps during the pandemic? Like, has like you said, you saw a surge in signups and everything else. How how have people been using it? So like, I suppose these longer, deeper conversations, kind of more linger time, etc. Yeah, there is that. I, I also think that there's definitely an element of people, and one of the great things that dating apps have been able to do during the time of the pandemic is to be able to, it's like a lifeline for a lot of people. Mm. A lot of people are alone and living alone and isolated and being able to sort of use dating apps as a social world as a social crop, as somewhere to go into, a, you know, or maybe into a fantasy land um, in, a, in an obviously a 100% pandemic safe way because it's remote, you're online. Mm -hmm. That's why I think we've seen a surge. You've been able to sort of link with people online and, and have conversations, you know, whereas, you know, when you can't have a conversation in a bar, yes, you can on bear. Yes, you can expose yourself. Yes, you can have a sexy conversation. You can have you can share naked pictures you can do this in 100% a safe way so yeah I think this is sort of a big reason why we've seen a surge it's like you were saying I love what you were saying there about the it's being a lifeline for people because when um 
like discussing love, sex and relationships over the past few months on the podcast, we talked a lot about, like lots of people have mentioned going out, dating, have they found love, et cetera, how their relationships have gone. But we forget as well how many people are shielding and are actually completely isolated. And someone reminded me of that when I was pulling together the questions for this chat. And they were like, well, what about people that can't go anywhere? We're like saying, oh, we're going out walking like Bridgerton. But she was like, there's some people that still, they're, until, they, until they're vaccinated, they have literally had a year of, of, of just yeah. of dating entirely yeah. and any interaction that isn't maybe like video or incredibly socially distanced. Yeah. Um, how do you think, I suppose, I, I suppose that's also my, my question really is like, has COVID changed dating for better or worse, do you think? Oh, that's a good one. I guess it, that remains to be seen. I think it's, um, you know, and in your opening, you were talking about what's going to happen now. See, I previously used to sort of have specific rules when talking to people online too. And I would have a, don't linger too long, don't talk too long, arranged to meet, you know, especially for me, like if I'm, my end goal is physical. Like I, I want to be able to see somebody, I want to be able to talk to somebody. So I would say, you know, interact for, for a couple of days, arrange a phone call, talk on the phone because that's a really good barrier to see if you're going to have chemistry mm-hmm. um, and then arrange to meet. So, and all of that has changed. <laughs> I think it's really difficult because a lot of the time chemistry won't translate from text into real life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you'll meet somebody and they won't, you know, they might not smell right. They might not look right. They might not feel right. So I think, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see if, if it has changed for good or better. I think we're more measured. I think, we're, you know, COVID has made people more measured um there's definitely a lot of us that are as you know the the assessment of risk has changed mm-hmm. um you know no longer are stis the scary thing covid was the scary thing <laughs> yes of course. i would go back to being scared for their stis have we <laughs> seen a dramatic decrease in stis because from what from my my understanding of the um of the data is is that actually we haven't so people are still you know there's a lot of people that have been breaking rules mm-hmm. um and yeah it's um i don't know i guess it's gonna it's gonna be a really interesting time i think yeah we're going to see a general excitement when we when we come out of this i think yes we're going to see a huge range in our stis please people protect yourselves yes please <laughs> will we see more marriages or babies breakups probably all of the above mm-hmm all of the above there's a lot of talk about you know this is going to be the new roaring 20s hey it's going to be a great time isn't it um i'm really excited to get out again i'm really excited to see my friends and to start dating again and to actually be you know that thought of that first touch that first kiss that mm-hmm. first kind of nervous excitement of meeting someone again i'm interested to see how there's a lot of people I know that have met people during lockdown and I'm like oh like so do you think this is it and they're like we'll see in June <laughs> so <laughs> when they're out and about and obviously able to interact with anyone else yeah. as well how that will shift things yeah. and do you think that dating will ever go back to normal and should it go back to normal because I'm, I'm talking things like obviously you've mentioned kitten fishing catfishing ghosting breadcrumbing all these different things do you mm. think all of these things are just going to happen again or do you think people yeah, will change think, and be more intentional sadly sadly i think it's inevitable I yeah think this is just human nature mm-hmm. and, um 
people are people you can't hard change big numbers. Some people will change, some people will not. Hopefully more do than, than don't. But yeah. There are always going to be those people out there. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, you know, I think it's also develop screening, your own personal screening. Mm-hmm. Um, how you screen people is, is a very interesting thing. And I go back to, you know, I, I, I would say, talk to somebody on the phone. You can actually, you can learn a lot about, yes, you know, engage with somebody online, but then have a phone call and then meet. I think there should be a progression. A lot of people use dating sites just for chat. Mm-hmm. They have no intention of meeting. And that's okay too. I think they, they you know, dating sites mean different things for different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, I suppose it's that, it's that connection with yeah. someone else, even if it is just through conversation, it's yeah. kind of a, a, le- a level of companionship, I guess. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I think a lot of people have used um, dating sites for companionship over the last year. Mm-hmm. And do you think that we're going to have an influx of people joining as we're kind of, you know, we're finally free, we can go outside. Yep. Uh, they're sick, they're either sick of their current partners. So then that's, that's definitely that's going to end. Or they've realized it wasn't love, it was definitely lockdown. Or they just like, yes, other people. Do you think there's going to be a huge influx and all the dating apps are just going to melt under the pressure? <laughs> thankfully we've got really strong servers so we're yeah. <laughs> Amazon servers we haven't crashed yet um I think yes and I, you know talking to all of my single friends that have all been sort of holding off engaging with people a lot because mm-hmm. it's sort of like well I don't really want to engage with somebody unless I can meet them mm-hmm. and the whole promenading walk thing in oh my god like in the depths of February when it was sub-arctic outside and yeah as hard as you try, you know, your big winter coat and sniffling along a red cheeks, it's not that sexy. <laughs> um, and, you know, the winds and you're kind of like, yeah, this is nice, but I'm actually really cold. And <laughs> exactly. There's nowhere for me to go for a wee. I need to go. No, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, it, you know, I'm sure a lot of people made it fun for me personally. I just didn't really find it that fun. Yeah. With the weather warming up and you're able to actually sit outside and have a drink in a park maybe you know not wear five layers of coats um there's there's a different aspect to it there's definitely just different aspects and I you know I think as we're coming up to it you'll I think we're going to notice in the next three weeks three or four weeks a massive influx of people looking looking to set up dates as as things reopen yeah absolutely and I think it's like I wonder if every time they make a government announcement if, if, if people then that triggers people to then go online at that moment yeah, yeah, and yeah. start swiping yeah and start like revealing I you know I was talking to my housemate and she's like literally has yeah it's just like I am not going to start looking until two weeks before like the final <laughs> lockdown date and I was like okay that kind of makes sense I get it <laughs> yeah it does make sense doesn't it and I suppose because you because the dates are subject to change we yeah. don't know what's going to happen Yep. People may not be vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. So it really depends, doesn't it? So yes, I suppose really if anyone is out there and they're wanting to date tactically, just maybe like start to kind of ease into it a few weeks beforehand. Yeah. And then you can, yeah, I wonder if that yeah, will be exactly. huge amounts of people joining. That'd be interesting to see the data on that. Yeah. Well, I'll have to get, I'll, I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm going to need all the updates, please. Um, yeah, absolutely. And do you think like this, we've basically, we've lived in a whole, like, for a whole year, which is insane when you say it an entire year yeah 160 whatever days at this point um 
we've had a potential health threat just hanging over us mm. and isolation. So even if you are living with people or like whether you live by yourself, there's still obviously a massive, your, everybody's world has shrunk entirely. Um, has it changed what people want overall? Do you think, are we going to see people being more intentional about what they want from relationships now because they've been, because you've had like a whole year of self-reflection or do you think they'll settle for anyone and they'll overlook red flags because they were like uh, fuck this shit I'm sick of being single or are they just going to be like that's it I'm going to run through the streets naked and have sex with everyone which scenario as I said I think we're going to have all of the above yeah we could go into well you know I could pretty much say okay so you're going to have an age group of between you know the the 19 to 25 or 30 year olds sort of run naked through the streets yeah and then good on them yeah (laughs) yeah Hell yeah. Live your best life, kids. Live your best life. Just be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, yes, we're going to see a lot of that. I I think we are. I think for other other people, either it's, as I said, you know, growing holes in relationships or they decided, actually, no, that's not what I want. Mm. Maybe people have then decided, okay, they've been single for too long and actually, yeah, I want to find somebody. I don't want to have to go through another pandemic alone. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, I think, you know, society, the intensity of what we've lived through has forced people together and pushed people apart. And so you're going to have equal measures of both. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely going to be... Um interesting to see how open people are as well about what they want because I've definitely seen over time like in previous times when I was date when I was dating I've seen people be like just kind of be clearer about what they want they're like whether it's like uh no hookups or as as some guys love to say no crazy women and it's like hun you're if you need to say it you are the person inducing crazy or causing Pretty crazy much. but anyway yeah, yeah. yeah. but all I they're saying literally sorry, also, but what does that mean literally and if you feel the need to say it if this has happened to you lots of times hun you are the common denominator yep pretty much Just- it's like, so usually the man that you know will cheat and you know yes. all of his then, girlfriends have got a bit crazy and it's like well don't cheat on your girlfriends literally <laughs> you can just be single dude um but exactly. yeah just <laughs> because people are going to be so much more minded exactly people will be so much kind of more open to things uh so much, so much more clearer about yeah. things so i wonder if it's going to be the case of now i'm out of the pandemic i just want to get married and have kids or whatever else i wonder if that yeah I think it has I think it will bring that out in a lot of people Mm. I really do I think sort of also that isolation I think a lot of people's um a lot of people's ideas of of what they want are going to shift yeah that's really going to be interesting to see I wonder if there will be like a bit of a a marriage boom but people because life has because we've had this low-key anxiety stress and everything else hanging over us and also that imminent health threat I wonder if it's going to make people do the whole life is short. I've met someone. They're great. I'm in love now. And I wonder if we're going to see lots of like kind of um, marriages with really short leads. Yeah. Yeah. That, That's interesting. It's going to be an interesting one to watch, isn't it? It really is. I know like we're just speculating wildly, but I genuinely feel like there needs to be a catch up show like in about six months to a year. And we're going to need to have just check ins just to go through all these different scenarios and work out what actually happened. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fascinating, isn't it? It's going it to really fun. is. Well, and the, yeah, and the large scale social experiment that we're, we're all a part of. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like truly, there's an aliens experimenting on us right now. Oh, um, it kind of feels like it, doesn't it? 
<laughs> so have you seen like we've talked about some of these changes that might occur have mm. you seen any of these reflected in the app yet in terms of because obviously right at the beginning of the app you can say what do you want like it asked you what do you even want what are you doing here that's what bear asks you as you join what do you want and it's like do you want do you want something serious do you want something less serious have you seen a shift at all towards any of those different um choices i think when we've seen a shift for people being more open so ah, interesting less serious yeah but then also i think most of our kind of branding is about being open yeah that doesn't that's not meant to say you know you wouldn't be open to something serious once you meet somebody but it's just actually i'm not quite sure where i am right now i'm i don't want to take anything too seriously yeah i suppose yeah i suppose that's kind of i mean in this point of reflection i suppose in this point we're getting ready to re-enter the world how that's forcing people to to behave differently and yeah. reflect differently like I mean I run a business so I'm just like at this moment I'm like okay the world is getting ready to open and yeah. all I've done is just write continual plans like every day because yeah. it's like I don't know what's going to happen so I just can't stop writing plans yeah. like, <laughs> that's a good coping mechanism though that's a really yeah. coping mechanism it it's, yeah it's definitely yeah it's been helping me clear up my mind yeah it, it organizes your mind which is a really good thing so isolation has had a massive effect on people's social skills. Um, and I mean, for, I don't know if you're an extrovert, an ambivert or an introvert, but I'm an ambivert, but truly it's like not being able to go out and do stuff at, at times has just made me like press my face against the window and just want to scream into the abyss because I just want to go to a bar. Um, yeah. But it's, I feel that when I have been around a larger group of people, so when that there's, I say a larger group, there are no large groups, but in between lockdown, when I went to see my family and I have a really big family, it was really weird going mm. into my family home where they, I think they've all been living together. So they haven't, they've all been, they're all in the big unit that they've always been in. And I was just, sometimes I'm like, yeah, really into it. And other times I was just sitting there quite quiet. And I was like, oh no, are my, are my social skills a bit fucked up now? <laughs> because I've been away from people for so long. Um, a lot of people are going to be kind of weird as well. Yeah, absolutely. What tips do you have for people that are going to prepare to date again? How do you think they... Um, well, I guess firstly, I 100% agree. I think people's social skills are going to, and, and also a lot of social anxiety, even mm. though we've been sitting here for the last year being like, I want to go out, I want to go out, I want to go out, I want to go out. And then actually, you know, now everything, you're like, oh, I don't, well, don't quite know if I do. <laughs> and maybe I do, but oh, a little, I think I would say take it slowly. Mm -hmm. um, maybe don't go for the whole, you know, large and crowded spaces to start, go somewhere quiet on a date around other people but not not too busy I think also it's um learning learning how to not talk about COVID because mm -hmm. it's all anyone has spoken about for the last year and so I think learn to not talk about COVID mm -hmm. maybe practice some other talking points even if you have to write some notes can you imagine that someone's just going to whip out some cards and be like hold on hold on one second <laughs> Hold on, what else just, do I yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. What, what exactly. Exactly. Well these days. Yeah. Do you prefer um, lasagna or cannelloni? Like, yeah. it's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> it is. I think that's a big thing. It's like, you know, and and I know for me, like, you know, seeing when I've been able to see friends and go on and, uh, you know, have in, in the various stages of unlocked, uh, 
yeah, he sort of gets to that point. It's like no more COVID talk. Let's talk about other things. But mm. that will be, that will become easier. Yeah, you think about what we used to speak about. You know, we used to talk about the things that we were going to and and events we'll be doing, like um, which will be nice. So you know, for example, today I'm going kayaking. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe start sort of creating your own life back, and so you're able to talk about life again. Life post COVID. Yeah, and I can imagine people are going to be booking in so many things. They're going to be quite excited. Yeah. To to share what they've got coming up, and also yeah. the things they've just done as well. So even exactly. like, even last year when I was able to get out to go to any restaurants or do anything at all, outdoor things, outdoor cinema, then I was really excited to talk about it. And I'm sure it exactly. was tedious for everyone else, but still. I Hence like, why, like yeah. you know, we're allowed to go kayaking because it's single and it's distant. It's yeah. and it's beautiful sunny day here in London. So it's, oh my god, this is just it feels like such a treat to actually be able to go out and do something physical again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like when the gyms are open, I'm just so excited to go yeah. to the gym. I know. I've never been so excited to go to a gym in my entire life. <laughs> I know. It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? I'm just going to be like to gym numbers as well. Yeah. We'll be bounding into the gym just like yeah, exactly. so cheerful just like exactly. lifting weights while singing yeah. <laughs> exactly what we're going to see gyms will be the new pickup places gyms of the new nightclubs that is oh my gosh yeah everybody's going to be like oh my god there's another person they're sweating near me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's going to be interesting they need to marry the two yeah, get your best gym clothes ready, everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I've seen people to, like go to get their vaccine all dressed up. So I'm like, well, everyone's going to be super dressed up now. Well, I hope so anyway. I hope everybody's going to, yeah. I mean, I'm going to burn all my joggers. Yeah, yeah. my leg. Oh, my God, the day where we don't wear leggings every day. <laughs> Honestly, it's like my joggers, I'm like, that's it. I'm going to I'll have a bonfire in my garden. Maybe I'll fall over if it, when next time I wear heels. It's been a year since I've worn heels. Oh my gosh! I was thinking that the other day. So I genuinely put on. I have a tie. I have loads of footwear, so people can't sure. see because obviously we're on Zoom. But uh, Jill will be Jill will be able to see behind me. Um, just awesome. that is just some of my shoe collection. I have a wall on the other side as well. <laughs> and, so <laughs> <laughs> and so I put on some heels the other day, and I was walking around my flat, and I, I was like Bambi. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that's a good tip to everyone out there. Yeah. Maybe all, all the ladies out there should start practicing walking in heels again. Yeah. And then dancing in heels mm. as well. I think yeah. also, like, so my, my housemate and I, after I kind of quite, you know, we're a little bit squiffy, had this conversation about actually we're completely out of shape for dancing. So then we decided, okay, the best way to get in shape for dancing is, okay, we're going to start skipping every day. Yeah. And hula hooping. <laughs> <laughs> like circuit in the mornings of skipping and hauling away to actually try to get us in shape for 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 clubbing again when the day comes so <laughs> I love it I can dance all night I love it so our main tips are find anything else to talk about except for covid yes get loads of stuff booked in so that you are in, so it gives you something to do but also it makes you interested go to the gym in your best clothes yep <laughs> be excited about everything Yes. Burn, burn your jersey, burn your joggers. Yes. Just let it burn. Let it and burn. then practice walking in shoes, any shoes, because I know, like, just in my house, I'm just walking around with just socks on. And yeah. then I only wear socks or trainers. Even if I was to put on a pair of flat boots now, I don't know what would happen. So I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I'm in slippers every day. <laughs> yes. 
on you. Exactly. My sisters was wearing like sliders every day. And she's like, oh, I just haven't put on any. She goes, sometimes I put on trainers to leave the house. But honestly, I just even go outside in my sliders. She's like, <laughs> just no shoes for a year. <laughs> yeah, we have no shame now, right? We have no shame. So I think, yeah. And maybe practice grooming. I haven't done my hair in a year. Yes. Maybe, you know, watch some um, watch some YouTube makeup tutorials again. Make sure that you know how to put makeup on. All of yeah. those skills, that, you know, life skills that we seem to have forgotten. Exactly. Yes. Like we need like a bunch of like bare led tutorials on how to, uh, yeah, how to get yeah. out in the world again. Lockdown ready. I exactly. Yeah. And then that. alongside your dance cardio to get you ready to dance the night away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. So <laughs> to wrap up then, yep. what kind of people do you want to join Bear? Who should join why should they join and where can they find the app? Everyone should absolutely join Bear. Of course, this is going to be my answer. But I will say, you know, our thing is, you know, dating for the open-minded. So be open-minded. We encourage everybody from all genders and all sexualities. So be open-minded. Also be prepared that, you know, you might meet somebody on our, on our site that, that is trans, that is gay, that is lesbian, that is bisexual. We, we try to encourage everybody. Mm-hmm. And you also might meet some people that are, you know, 100% vanilla and, and standard, but everything is okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we really push for an inclusive, inclusivity uh, on the platform. Be polite, be kind, but be naughty is my kind of tips. I love that. <laughs> be polite, be kind, but be naughty. <laughs> um, we can be found uh, online. So mm-hmm. on App Store and on Google Play but then also bear.dating mm-hmm. and where we've got a website where we do have a lot of blogs, a lot of sort of information on, on the wonderful world of dating. Brilliant. Thank you so, so much, Gillian. Um, and thank you for your tips. Thank you for telling us more about bear and yeah. let's get, let's have a catch up. Have a review. I would love to yes. have a review. Let's absolutely have a review in like four to six months time. Yes, exactly. We can look at those. We can look at those app stats. We can see what people are doing. Yeah, we can, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. And then see if we can, we'll see if, we can, see if we can get some followers feedback on how their dating lives have gone as well. And we can I maybe read it back. I'd love that. I would love that. That'd be so much fun. you for listening to speak on make sure you like subscribe and share with your friends family co-workers strangers in the street to find out more about us including our upcoming events head over to instagram instagram.com forward slash speak on underscore bye